Hey everyone, we're the Book Mix Society. I'm Alondra. I'm Shay. I'm Amal. And I'm Virginia. And this is the Mom Book Club. Hey bitches, besties, fellow book readers, and welcome to episode seven of our non-book club podcast with your host, the Book Bitch Society. This week, we're talking all about Lauren Asher's Dreamland Billionaire series. So buckle in while we discuss all of our badass women, Zara, Iris, and Alana, and their hotties, Rowan, Declan, and Cal. As always, this is your spoiler warning for all things related to the Dreamland Billionaire series. If you haven't read either book, pause the pod and then come back to listen. This is your trigger warning for alcoholism, death, grief, and emotional abuse, which are topics that occur within the books. First off, let's start with the fine print. Virginia, what were your overall thoughts and ratings? I rated the fine print 4.5. I know at uh, my February wrap-up, I was debating if I would lower it or not. Um, I decided I was going to stand by my 4.5 because the issues I have, it's more like um, that that I thought there was like some missing like not missing scenes but like links to help with the flow of the story and I can overlook that because I really like the um, the story I like the characters which really made it uh, I really made the book for me I really liked uh, Annie which I figure we're going to discuss her more later and yeah that those were that was my my waiting sorry I rated it a 3.75. Um, overall, I really liked it. And I know 3.75 sounds a little bit low, but it's, in my opinion, it's a good score. Um, I, like Virginia, I had a bit of an issue with the timing. I felt like it was just a lot of, <laughs> like a sandwich example. There's a sandwich with just like ham, ham, ham. But I needed some lettuce and some cheese in there just to like connect everything. Um, and I also don't, no, that was really vibing with Rowan. Um, there was just some issues where I felt like he was a little bit disconnected from reality, which I understand he's a billionaire and, you know, that makes sense. But he also had the ability to be more connected. And just because he had it, I don't want to, like, excuse that. Uh, but again, it's fictional. So maybe I shouldn't hate him. <laughs> he is a Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I gave it a four. Um, but I always have an issue with the first book of a series. Um, but overall I I really enjoyed it I it was a nice introduction to this universe and I like Rowan and Zara I don't I don't have that much of a problem with Rowan but um, Zara I love her so kind of made it okay like the good and the bad kind of outweighed the Zara's good outweighed Rowan's bad so it was like it equalized for me so I really enjoyed it yeah I rated it at first a five. I always get that after book high where I'm like, this is amazing. But after some reflection, I think I'd probably rate it like a 4.5 or 4.75. I did have some issues with the pacing a little bit. And I also had some issues with Rowan. Um, But I think most of all, Zara really carried the book for me. Um, I related to her a lot. I loved her outlook on things and her relationship with her family and her friends and how she treated people. I just, I think she was such a well-rounded character um, that, yeah, she carried the book for me. I agree. Zara was, Zara was awesome. Me too. Zara and Annie. Annie, yeah. Zara and her family, really. Yeah. Yeah, Her whole family was great. Um, What do you wish you guys had seen in the book? I know it's a romance, but I'm a sucker for family dynamics. And I think I would have liked a bit more of that. Like, yeah, because they had really good family, like, yeah, so because we saw we saw a bit of Zara's family. But the whole thing about Rowan is like he has issues because of his dad and how his mom's death affected his dad and he became an alcoholic and all of that. So I think I would have liked a bit more of that dynamic like we saw a bit but i would again i know it's a romance so it maybe was not the point of the book to just delve into how i also think it's because they get their own books the brothers so that's why um lauren asher didn't want to spend too much on the family dynamic because 
each it'll of them develop over the three yeah. books yeah. which yeah. I, I get I, I I understand that too because I it's kind of annoying but I also understand it <laughs> no yeah I get it but I'm just like I feel there's enough of it that she could have like, again I know it's a romance so she couldn't make that the, the focal point either so. yeah I get it though because like they the brothers had really good banter and they were like funny but I I wish they would have had like more sentimental moments just because like they relied on each other so much growing up like I could have I would have liked to see that like strength in their bond not just like them teasing or being assholes to each other just to kind of give it some balance I guess I wish that we had seen more of Rowan interacting with Zara's family. I know that he interacted a lot with Annie, but her parents also are big parts of her life and they are a big part of Dreamland as, you know, as a company since they, that's kind of where they've been their whole life. Um, so I kind of wish that we had gotten some more interactions with that. And I think it would have helped humanize Declan, ah, humanize Rowan a little <laughs> bit more for me. Um, just because, you know, until the very end, he didn't realize the impact that his actions had, especially with the whole healthcare situation. Um, so I kind of wish we would have seen some more. I'm not even sure we did see any of him interacting with her parents. And I know that I really enjoyed. Winner, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I know that I really enjoyed his interactions with Annie. So I kind of wish we had seen more of like that family dynamic, especially because now that he's moved to Florida, like that's his closer family home base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe hopefully we get that in like the epilogue of the last one. I don't know how she'll do it, but in the future. Yeah, that would be really good. What else did I you wish, wish I, you I had seen? I wish there was more of more of Seth. Only because I, I want to know what's up with him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of, I also, okay, I'm a sucker for like parents' love stories. And like, especially when a, one of them is dead. Because it's super, it's always sad. So I wish we had seen that in in um Rowan's book but I'll I'll be satisfied if it's in the next one um just because he did love her so much and he changed so much after she died that I want to see even just a little bit of uh, like a glimpse of how his relationship with her was because that'll be sad (laughs) and I yeah (laughs) yeah and he probably got a got a got a letter too right so I'm guessing they have to explore that at some point. Yeah. What do you guys think the letter was about? Because it, I felt like there was a little bit of a disconnect between the first book, and we'll talk about it more in this when we get to the terms and conditions discussion. But in the first book, to me, it sounded like Rowan and Seth didn't have, like, it sounded to me like Seth was trying a little bit harder. Like, when Zara goes up to him at the end of the voting and is like, you're such a dick, like, he's just kind of taken aback and isn't, like, an asshole. Whereas in terms of conditions, he's a pretty big asshole to Iris. So at first I thought that his letter was like, you have to be sober because I kept talking about how his eyes weren't as glazy or things like that. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe he just has to try. But then terms of conditions really freaking confused me. So what do you yeah, guys think the letter is about? I was, when reading the first book, I was under the impression that his letter had something to do with like helping Rowan get the company and helping the sons get their percentages because he is either sick or is just doesn't want to run it anymore but that opinion and that theory was completely obliterated in the second book because he's not at all trying to help Declan at like even a little bit so I mean I I kind of go back and forth but yeah it's like I don't I don't know it's maybe there's different objectives depending on the on the sun like he has oh, yeah, one objective because... for Rowan one for Declan and one for Carl so that yeah, that, like that would explain his, him and and maybe he has very twisted and, and a twisted interpretation of what it means to be helping his sons too so he's not really good at it I don't know that's my theory no that makes sense I I also There's... think it'll oh go ahead I also think it'll depend on the, um, it depends on Seth's, uh, like, dynamics with each each of the siblings, with each of his sons, Um, just because Declan was also the oldest, and it's explained a little bit in the book in terms of conditions that he took the brunt of Seth's anger to protect his siblings. 
So I feel like that might also have affected their relationship and the dynamics in the second book. But I just hope that it's clarified um, in the book or maybe she'll do like an epilogue book to come. Um, like a novella. Just really, yeah, I'm just really curious because to me it did seem like Seth was almost trying to help Rowan. And then with Declan, at first it could have been like, oh, he was protecting him so he wasn't in a loveless marriage. But then it was just like, no, you're an asshole. Um, so it just, maybe it has to do with their family dynamics. But I, I do think that he had a letter and yeah, was curious yeah he had to is. like the grandpa he died. had a letter i think i think the son it figured it out yeah i, I think I, I don't know if it's confirmed but they um they spec like the sons when they're together in the office they speculate that seth has a letter because he came to see rowan and that like never happens so they're like oh something's fishy he must have a letter too but yeah. also I mean, because the letter for the, the the grandkids basically is that do this and you'll get like control of the company. So the letter for the that for Seth can't be do this and you'll get control of the company. So it has to be something could be, else. It could be did do it, this. Did you know, one there of you could think, be. Go ahead. Did that one of you think I'll that say maybe, the theory. Did one of you think that maybe Seth was going to be dying? Yeah, yeah was dying. I thought that, but I have another theory. Oh. What if Seth has another kid? <gasps> like an illegitimate, illegitimate, yeah. illegitimate child? Like after the Can wife? Be a girl. Can and what be if a girl? There's what if there's four books? The fourth. I mean, book. I don't know if that's ever gonna happen. I like, mean, she did if... have. There were four books for Dirty Air. That yeah. could be a a trend for her. Well, she, he could be dying and have another kid. I mean, yeah, both could be true. <laughs> Two things can be true at the same time. But yeah, what if he has another kid and the and his portion is whatever he needs to do is to get the whatever child, if it is another child, to get a portion of the company. That would be so much drama. That would be a lot. I know, I'm taking my theory for Cal and then putting it to <laughs> dad. Laura and I listening, scribbling. <laughs> <laughs> what is actually that doesn't sound like a bad plot. Right, and then it would be actually. I mean, that would be a nice reveal at the end of, um, like, end of Cal's book. Yeah, and actually talking about, um, well, if we get back to the whole woman's point of the book, um, I know one of you guys was wondering if Rowan was just an asshole or a bully, which it's kind of brings up the difference. What's the difference between being an asshole or a bully? An asshole is an asshole to everybody. A bully would be just to that one person oh okay okay i would imagine (laughs) but i feel like assholes can be bully and bullies and can be assholes but i think in terms of like romance books bullies would be like just with the love interest because he was an asshole to zara especially at first he was an asshole to everybody yeah yeah well and usually with bullies there is a power dynamic there isn't really with well he's their boss (laughs) he's their boss Hmm? That's what he's I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I, I'm thinking he's more of a bully than an asshole because one, oh, yeah. he has a power dynamic and two, it's only really a, a one-way sort of, like, yeah, it's not like sh- she's an asshole to him. He's just, yeah. I think he's more of a bully than an asshole. But. Yeah, that, that could be supported with the fact that he has, you know, his alter ego. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, from you know, where? I was actually surprised that they revealed Scott so early on in the book. Um, I wasn't I just really, was, but I think it's like, I, I want to say it was more of like a gotcha kind of is like, oh, you think now that this thing is resolved that like, they'll be fine and dandy, but it's really like giving Zara another reason to not trust him right, when the letter comes around that she's on the committee yeah I also um I think it felt like it was so soon is because um it was such a fast read for me that yeah like all of a sudden they were having this banter and like he was doing all these nice things for her and then all of a sudden he was telling her that he's got so I think it might just be like a me problem because I was just reading the book fast (laughs) And it just felt like it happened fast because when you look at it, it was actually right in the middle, like 50% point where yeah. he tells 
um, Zara that he's got. So it might just be a me problem. You know what would have been funny if they had had a love triangle a la Superman, Clark Kent, and Lois Lane, where I thought it was kind of going. It there. was yeah, like that and I, I think I would have liked a bit more of that, just seeing Rowan being jealous of himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, he was, <laughs> but like more. I think ex- that's what prompted him to reveal that he was Scott is because he was jealous of Scott. Because I think he could tell that Zara might choose Scott over him if there was ever a a choice. And that's why he had to be like, so, okay, yeah. Again, that's not a bad choice because I was like, he could have just stopped being an asshole. But again, Peter Tennant to be Scott would have been an asshole move too. So, yeah. I will say that I was like really appreciative that he came clean rather than letting Zara find out and it be a lot of bigger mess than it was. Um, I was kind of glad that it was like him coming forward and being honest with her. Even though it did, in the third act conflict, kind of give her reason to not trust him because he had already lied to her before. Um, I think that the fact that he actually owned up to it rather than just continuing on and waiting until she found out was, like, better for me, at least. I also, how how is that your reflex? Like, you help her out, and she's like, oh, I want to thank the person, and your first reflex is, like, make up someone. And <laughs> did he have, like, a burner phone? Because that was one of the questions I had at some point. Because maybe I just didn't, like, process that information. Uh, I think he, I think it was, like, he used, a like, a Google number or something that wasn't tied to his phone. Because you can make fake numbers with, like, Google. Yeah. I, I want to he- say that's what it was. And he texts her from as Rowan as well. So yeah, so that yeah. like at some point I was asking myself that, and I'm like, did I miss something? And he got like a burner phone where he's like Scott and another one. And he's a billionaire. He could get he could get like a, a few phone yeah. numbers. I think it was a like a Google number where it wasn't tied to him in any way. Can you like? Oh, okay. So so what I'm getting is that I don't have a lot of. You know, stocking scales and stuff like that. <laughs> but okay, that, that answers Rowan's that. Because at some point I was like, oh my god, he just texted her as Rowan. How does she not notice that? Like, or, It's the same number. Yeah, or when she texted Scott, I was wondering, like, is his phone gonna ring? Like, does he have, like, oh, another... I was with her. Yeah. And I honestly, I mean, like, I know he's rich and, like, really business savvy and stuff, but I do not, if he had a second phone, I don't think he could have properly kept up with them like he would have gotten them mixed up I just I have a feeling that probably would have happened oh yeah does it seem like the type to pay that much attention to detail he does not well he's an artist so maybe true but I guess it depends on like the details that he would be paying attention to I could just see it getting mixed up yeah I think it would have just changed the vibe of the of the book I don't know because now I'm thinking like the funny situations that could have happened but that yeah. was not the point of the book again <laughs> like it wasn't the vibe <laughs> of the book but it could have been like cute rom-com moments but yeah. it would have been more like a comedy yeah yeah it would have been interesting though um how do you guys feel about Zara being on like the how all that played out her being on the voting oh. committee and then his secretary um I liked that Martha was... uh, Martha, yeah. I liked that she was on there. Um, Mm -hmm. Although I feel like that's a conflict of interest, but... It was all a conflict of interest. Yeah, but it was a cute reveal. I mean, I guess the grandfather couldn't have known that Zara would get close to Rowan, so I get why she's on the committee, because he he was friends with her, like the grandfather, but... I I think he also saw her potential with the original idea she had, too. So I don't mind that Zara was on the committee. I was just... It was weird that Martha was on the committee. Well, she was the feel like the committee wouldn't have been. The, I feel like the other people on the committee could have been like, "Oh, you work with Rowan. How are you having a like impartial opinion about who if he can take over or not?" Yeah, I especially because she had worked for the grandfather for so long. Yeah, yeah. I thought of it as like um, I don't know, like this kind of moment where she had more power than than Rowan. So I thought of it as Zara? like the yeah, well, Martha. Martha, because Rowan was her boss. And I mean, also Zara's boss, but I don't think the grandpa knew how that would kind of play out. 
um yeah. I don't know I thought the, of the grandpa like kind of doing a last minute joke like ha now Martha <laughs> gets to decide your future you better have been nice to her type of thing yeah. Yeah. I thought it was weird that Seth was on the committee because like that would have been a really big conflict of interest to me yeah. Seth could have just guess- voted no because of she didn't want him and I guess he didn't know the letter but just I was to gonna kinda... say do you think being on the committee was part of the condition of his oh may- on the uh, of his letter yeah but I feel like he maybe because I'm wondering if maybe the incentive in his letter isn't taking over the company um is not get haunted. but <laughs> it's too interesting but instead they're... making amends and being there for his kids and like helping them get why somewhere, would you, you know? because he's dying yeah because <laughs> I, I feel i feel if you're an alcoholic asshole to your kids for like the past 20 years you're gonna need more incentive than your dad dying to be like i need to reconnect with my kids especially if the dad has also, okay my theory of a child is looking more likely now <laughs> i also think it was more just like with the fact that he died in his letter and like i'm assuming he knew he was gonna die kind of just being like oh um i don't want you to have regrets like me you've already lived so long without your wife and look how that's turned out and like now you need to stop being a dick and make things right or else you're gonna end up dying like regrets with regrets like me and that sort of thing and maybe it was more of a wake-up call yeah, can you imagine getting a scolding from your dad from beyond the grave? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would put the fear of God in me for sure. Yeah. You guys have 100%. any favorite quotes for this book? Mm-hmm. Um, I have I one. Like- it's uh, it's uh, go ahead. You'll learn. <laughs> okay, uh, it's um, you'll learn that the best rewards come with the biggest consequences because nothing that great is given for free towards the end of the book and Seth to Rowan after or during the voting period. Which is very um, interesting coming from Seth. Right? It was like really um, the only good thing he said in the whole book. (laughs) One redeeming quality, one quote. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Quote like like the last 10% of the book. Yeah. I like the line that was, you know, how the saying goes, act like a dick, lose said dick. I like that saying. A model <laughs> to that was a good one. Yeah, that is good. What about you, Virginia? I'm really bad with quotes because I tend to just like more like vibe, not vibes, but like the sentiment expressed. So was there, was there a moment that you liked? I like when Zara talks about her being in therapy and how that helped her. Like, I like that moment and what she expressed with all of that. But I, mm-hmm. I'm i really bad just thinking like a one quote unless it's something that made me laugh. I never go for the quotes are profound. So, um, Mine was from Rowan's mom, actually. Um, he, It's like towards the end and it's in his POV. Um, but the part that I really like is just show kindness in all your actions. Especially because like, I like what that meant for him because he hadn't before that. And then he, after meeting Zara, he kind of comes to this epiphany that like he has been an asshole and he needs to do better about treating people with kindness, caring for people in his business decisions, like in terms of the insurance and all of that stuff too. Like it goes just beyond being nice to somebody to their face. So I like that. Yeah, that's a nice one. Yeah, and I like that um, that's how he remembers his mom. Um, yeah, and not, like, I do how, too. Because I think she was like sick, right? So had cancer, like, how didn't this she? Was, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So I think I liked how this is how he remembers her and that we actually got a glimpse of him um, like showing that he had a relationship with her because up until then, like she said, we don't get anything. So. Yeah. I hope that in Cal's book we get more. Yeah. It seems like he might have been more of like a mama's boy, which I'm Yeah, that's I what know. I'm thinking. He's the too. middle the middle child, right? Yeah. Yeah. I get a feeling that Cal's book might 
maybe not a feeling I wanted it I wanted to be heartbreaking because I, I wanted well, to be because, like so yeah, crushing. I wanted to be Cal, so bad. Cal comes across as being this. Um, I don't give a care, and I'm just like going with the flow. But it's a facade. It's fake. Yeah, I wanted also to be, like, in her him, him just like um him masking his own darkness and grief with uh, being like the clown and whatever. So when he, I want to read his POV and just want to cry the whole time. That's what I want. <laughs> right. And then in her Dirty Air series, I think it's the third book that's her saddest. So maybe she has a pattern going. <laughs> so that's my yeah. word of the last I'll, <laughs> I'll get you guys to read the Dirty Air series. I do Eventually. Read when I get out of my slump, I do want to read it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the third book is the saddest and it's my favorite. So I'm hoping Cal's book pulls through. I mean, just second chance. Yeah, that that's already, one of my favorite tropes. So <laughs> yeah. good. Especially because I have, well, we'll get to it when we kind of come up with some theories about what Cal's book is. So we'll get to that later. Yeah. Now on to terms and conditions. The second book in the Dreamland Billionaire series. What was your guys's overall thoughts and ratings? I liked it better than the fine print. I rated it four point seventy five, and I really liked Iris. And I really I like the dynamic between Declan and Iris, and I think it's because they knew each other before, so they they already had a pre existing relationship. And I like that we saw. I like we saw Kyle a lot in that book. Because I liked him yeah. a lot, and I like Iris's family. I think uh, Lauren Asher has a she makes good families <laughs> for the, the characters, and mm-hmm. I just want to know more about the families every time. But I I like the book a lot. I rated it a four. Um, I really liked uh, Declan and Iris. I really liked Iris. I think she's my favorite uh, FMC so far. I've only read two to Lauren after books, but but of those two, Iris is my favorite. Um, I gave it a four. I thought that the pacing was a lot better than in fine print. Um, and again, I guess we like Iris. What about you? I gave it a five. I gave it a five. I really liked it. Um, I'm trying not to judge books about what I expect out of them because I expect the angst out of all my books, and that's unfair. So. I I rated it a five right after I read it, and I, I was unsure if I was going to keep that, but I kept it. And I like Iris. Zara was my favorite, and now Iris is my favorite um, girl lead. Yeah, but <laughs> I liked it. It was good. I gave it a five stars right after I read it, and I I think I stand by that. Um, I didn't connect with Iris the same way that I did with Zara. Um, But I liked the pacing overall better in this book. It felt more like a slow burn, which I prefer compared to Rowan and Zara. Um, And also I think I was really excited because of the cameos that they had in, um, or like the little cameo they had in the fine print where he was like already so defensive over her within like the first couple chapters over a screen no less it wasn't even like we were in the same room as them it was over a screen um so I was really excited for their tension um and they definitely delivered for me and I like Declan better than Rowan I think um but I think Star is still my favorite FMC yeah what kind of things did you guys wish you had seen in terms and conditions? I wish there was more crossover with Dirty Air. Because that two references for San- uh, of Santee was just not enough. <laughs> well, and the thing I really like too is like, because of the Dirty Air series, I know you guys haven't read it, but Lauren Asher has kind of like, you know, she has that F1 world And every once in a while, like, if you see people who have read the Dirty Air series, you'll see them, like, either tweeting about F1 or, like, if something F1 related in the real world is going on, they'll, like, comment on it or post about it and stuff. So, yeah, so it's, like, she's kind of created this community of people and, like, 
now Declan and Iris are kind of part of that because the F1 is their thing and it's like a running joke with them. So I just thought I would love to see like more F1 in this book and possibly the next book. Yeah, I wish kind of like how Rowan did in the first book and he took Zara to get um, this uh, autograph from her favorite author. Mm -hmm. I wish Declan had done something like that. Me too iris and like taking her to a race like i really love that that he got all the family together to watch the race at home because that was like another big moment but how good it would it have been if he had actually taken her to the race and then he and it would have been so funny like no i'm not letting you anywhere near santi you can have you can have noah's signature i don't care but not santi you're not going within 10 feet of him it's just like it would have been so funny what is it sebastian santi Santiago? No. It's, his oh, name I is thought Santiago. it was Sebastian. Oh. No, that's... Uh... Santiago. <laughs> I have not read it. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> now I'm trying to think of who you meant by Sebastian. I think she meant Sophie Lark. Said. Oh, yeah. I think you're, your brain's still in Sophie Lark universe. What's Sebastian? What's Sebastian's, Sebastian's one of the brothers. Huh? Sebastian's one of the brothers, and uh, even I know there's a Sebastian. Right. Oh my God! Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the last book. Most for. Don't worry. Like the, one you're, the one that's most anticipated for you. <laughs> but we're not talking about that because we're not going to spoil for Alondra because she's currently reading it. Even though I want to so bad, we'll we'll have an episode eventually. I don't want to spoil for Alondra or Virginia because Virginia hasn't read it yet. Yeah, I have to. Um, don't worry, we're to... on our bullying ways. We'll get Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> similar to in the fine print, I wish I had seen more of uh, Declan interacting with Iris's mom and grandma. I know that they did have that <sighs> one dinner. Um, yeah, but her grand, her grandma and her mom are just so funny, especially her grandma. Um, yes, so yeah. I kind of wish I had seen them ripping him more and being like, ha you're in love with her, ha like that type of thing. Because, you know, if any, it's, I just love that trope where it's like everyone else knows that they're in love, but they themselves don't realize it. Yeah, I think I, I would have loved just oblivious. Yeah, I would have yeah. loved that to see more of that or even more, more angst where they think their feelings are unrequited and we explore that a bit more. Yeah. I, I would have yeah. loved that. I wish I definitely wish I had seen more of like Iris's mom and grandma even like I love their dynamic with Iris of course like Virginia said like Lauren Asher does a really good job at having solid family foundations and relationships throughout her books but like because Declan and by extension Cal and Rowan are all kind of solitary like they're not super family oriented at least not in like the same warmth that iris's mom and grandma are um i would have liked to seen them all together like Mm. with cal and rowan and zara there (laughs) just just to kind of have like that balance of and dichotomy of what declan's family is like and then what iris's family is like because yes they're polar opposites like her mom and grandma are so much more like warm and funny and welcoming. And then you don't have that sort of love and affection with Declan's family. You know, talking about family dynamics, that because in the fine print, we do have a bit of flashbacks explaining why Rowan is like mad at his dad. Mm-hmm. And I think in the terms and conditions, it's very clear that Seth and Declan have like a very, um, it's a lot more yeah. tense yeah. exactly yeah. but we don't have any flashbacks on to like how it started because Declan is older and he he probably has more memories of his dad being mm-hmm. like a good person and when the switch happened I think I would have liked to have a again not the point of the story it's a romance I know but I would have liked to have a bit of more foundation of that like what happened that made Declan so mad at his dad beyond like his dad turning into it yeah an and because he was older he also had more of an understanding of what was going on with his mom being sick and the aftermath of that um so yeah, that would have didn't have been any, interesting any thoughts of his mom either i don't think yeah i don't remember i i don't remember coming across yeah. any and it it was never i mean like i, I just remember. i think it would have been i mean we got that one with rowan like the one little yeah kind of 
flashback or memory at the end. Yeah, it was like just a memory. Something like to, because I mean, they really only explored the toxic relationship with Seth, and so it would have been nice to know that like he Declan is still holding on to like one good piece of his childhood, whether it be with his mom or I. Uh, abuse is complicated. Um, it's not always dark. Sometimes it's you know, mm-hmm. there are good moments with those people. Um, so I just, I would have liked to know that Declan had like at least one positive memory from his childhood. But yeah, I think it would I would have liked it, especially as his objective was very family oriented to have a mm-hmm. better understanding mm-hmm. uh, of him yeah. and how he feels about family as a whole and where his issues come from. Because I remember they kept tell- saying that Declan is like, on, doesn't have emotion he's stoic and all mm-hmm. of that but now I, ha- I had to wonder was he always like that or what did it happen when the mom died because for one we know it happened when the mom died and his dad turned like an ass into an asshole but for Declan yeah. there wasn't really that distinction if he became like that or if he was always like that yeah and I think talking about him his objective getting the wife and the family and that sort of thing that reminds me how confusing the timeline is I think for all of us because there is a slight overlap but not much and so I'm wondering if Declan's uh task didn't start until after Rowan had completed his or if they're all if they all have like the same start time and they each have different finishing dates because Rowan's was only six months and then I think yeah it's like Declan put his own like a- timeline on him by saying like I wanted to it under an, in under a year I don't know if that was what was in the letter or not but and like did he complete his task we- yeah yeah. What? Mm-hmm. They, they were telling Cal like, "Oh, you have to reach out to Milana and don't." Yeah, reach, don't within like out. a certain like, oh. amount of months. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like they never talked about if he completed his task, if um, if there was a committee or something that was overwatching him to complete his task. Mm-hmm. Like who was like Rowan had a committee, who was watching Declan? Like was and, the lawyer. And, 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 I feel like for Rowan, it made more sense to have a deadline and a committee for his ideas. Yeah. But it's it would have been kind of weird to be like committee for let's see if you're actually the whole concept. <laughs> they're is all already they're weird. all in the have waiting room for the hospital. Like, has she given birth yet? <laughs> DNA like, test. Would it be, the like, baby DNA test when the baby's born. <laughs> no, it's like if really there is a child? deadline. If there is a deadline, then would a pregnant iris be enough? Yeah, to meet the requirement. I think I also, it was I, also, I also wish that they had uh, Declan had read his letter again for us to see because yeah. in in the last book we got we got Rowan's letter we see exactly what it says in mm-hmm. Rowan's letter we don't see Declan's letter he only tells them what his letter says or what his task is not what everything else is so I wish we had seen Declan's letter yeah because like how reliable is Declan really I mean like he is fairly reliable as a character but like when you're in his head sometimes he's so like shut off to certain things that I'm like what is it really the reason that like you're not talking about the specifics of this letter like was there something in there that triggered you or what if they misunderstood it yeah (laughs) that's not what he wanted at all Just to take a your granddad your didn't way. want you to have a, your own kid. What do you what? <laughs> he wanted him to create a family ride or something like that. Not yeah. create a family. <laughs> you need to create daycare for I the said, workers at the company. Yeah. I said a, I said a new family <laughs> ride, not to make a family. <laughs> yeah. I wish there was more. Because I think with the timeline, like I'm confused why they didn't happen at the same time. Yeah. Because it seems I mean, to be I mean, that Cal's overlaps with Declan's, well, but, technically but Rowan's did. didn't. Yeah, because in the first one, they were looking for his fiance. Like, Iris was, like, doing interviews, trying to find someone. But so I, I think, think that was just because he had gotten the letter. Because, I mean, like I said, he had his self-imposed timeline of uh, under a year. But at what point, was it just, like, him jumping the gun, like 
I'm going to just start now and get the process started now? Or did it actually have to be started? Because I was thinking like, I don't know why it popped into my head, but that once Rowan was done, then Declan's task timeline would start. I don't know why I thought that, but yeah, I don't know. Um, is, it, is it like a confirmed thing that he gave himself a one year timeline? Yeah, he said that he wanted okay. No. So does. how does that work? Because he got his letter at the beginning of the six months of the first book. And if he's getting engaged at the beginning of his book and then getting married two months later, that's already eight months into no, the letter. No, it was a one-year timeline from when they got married for him to have yeah. a baby. For t- for oh, baby. okay. So yeah. it was from their marriage. He wanted within a year to be... Okay, I thought you meant, like, have had the find baby. a kid. Okay. No, no, so that he could get... I don't that confused me a little bit because I thought they all had to have finished their tasks for him to become CEO. But yeah, that's, it made it sound but like it, but it also time. seems weird for the grandpa to like you have to have a baby within a year or two years. Like well, the grandpa I, th- did it. He imposed that himself. Declan imposed that's that. That's what. I, he but, wanted yeah, to that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, yeah, that's he, why I wish we had seen her his letter. Yeah, like, yeah. I just, yeah, that would just, just as a refresher. Yeah. Because we're yeah. not going to see his letter in Cal's book. Yeah, that would... I mean... Release maybe. the letter, Lauren. <laughs> maybe we Cal reads Declan's letter. Cal oh, just me. steals all the funny. letters. Maybe... Well, because they... Because didn't Cal kind of hide his letter as well? So maybe they, like, swap letters at some point? I don't know. Well, yeah, because he doesn't tell them... Me. I'll read yeah. yours if you read mine. They're siblings. What you is? can just steal it, and that's it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What if when Cal steps in to be Iris's secretary or Declan's secretary, he stole the letter? <laughs> he finds book. it. Yeah, he finds the letter in his desk as he's like putting files away or something. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, you didn't have to have a baby with Iris. You just wanted to." <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> hey. <laughs> What was your guys' favorite quote? Mine was that. Sorry. (laughs) We all spoke at the same time. Uh, Mine was just, uh, you're only as strong as your biggest fear. Which I thought was nice. Because I think, yeah, because he has like such a, like he's so afraid to fail, which is why he's such an asshole to Iris at the, at Dreamland. Because he just wants to succeed so bad. And like for Mr. Uh, Yakura to say that to him, I think it was super, like at a perfect time for someone to say that to I think it was right after this that he like decides to go leave the meeting and go uh see Iris because he like she had left so he was gonna go back to the hotel to see her so I thought that was really nice two things one I love Mr. Yakura I love the whole dynamic he had with his wife where he just wanted to make her happy um Mm -hmm. that was really cute too. I just love that Iris stole the plane. She was like, yeah. <laughs> get another one. Take, you know, get commercial flight, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know where a lot of cuts on a podcast. Um, but You're rich. You have. You probably have a second private plane. Yeah, I guess right. really like just laying around. And I like that she went, like, to Cal. And then Cal, yeah. I don't know, I really like the Cal and um, Iris, Iris dynamic. Like, the yeah. friendship. Yeah, that was good. I was. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I think that was a great decision. What was your favorite quote, Shay? I have two. Um, One is from Harrison the Driver. I don't know what it is about quotes from side characters that I really love, but apparently this is a trend (laughs) with me. Um, But he's um, talking about, he's talking about Iris with Declan. um, And he's kind of just talking about like how he always knew that their marriage wasn't, completely legit or like real um and he was asking him a question about why he wouldn't accept a deal to go elsewhere um because seth had bribed him essentially and he just said because i didn't want to give you another reason to hate the world i really like that because it kind of goes hand in hand with what um their mom said or the memory that rowan had and to have kindness in all your actions not to give other people reasons to hate the world so yeah that was one of them and then the other one is from iris um it just says my actions say more about me and less about him i put my needs aside because i thought it would make me happy to help others and while it feels great to see everyone else achieve their dreams it leaves me with a gaping hole in my chest that was mine 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't rely on others to feel or fill the hole in your chest. You got to do that yourself. Yeah. When she talks about that, I'm like, I, I, I really, I really liked it. And the other, again, it's not, it's, it's not really a quote, but it was like a moment where they're going for the cake tasting and Declan wasn't, wasn't going to go. But when he finds out that Kyle is going with Iris, he's like, I'm going. <laughs> and I Never like mind. That. I have time. But I, I like that moment. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something and my brain went, Never mind. oh i was just gonna say but i really like uh how lauren asher does representation like it doesn't it's just seamless yeah it's seamless and it's so subtle Mm -hmm. yeah like the learning disability the fact that iris is a black woman like i just feel like like how she does it um i also i every time i'm at work now and i'm choosing like my font to send an email I'm like, I should send this an Ariel because Declan told me that it's easier for people with learning disabilities to read Ariel font. <laughs> uh, so I just really like that. Yeah, I do. I really like the representation in her books. I think it's really well done and I think other authors should take note. Same. Now on to the last book. The last we book think, that we're all so we excited the last for. One. Yeah, yeah. The theories. The third um, one for now. That should come out at the end Surprise, of the Surprise, you have right? a sister. She's book four. <laughs> what are you guys' expectations for this book? I know I'm personally really excited for it. Second Chance Romance is like one of my favorite tropes because of the potential for angst. I also, you know, I love the name Alana, Alondra, Alana. Just <laughs> you would. this book was <laughs> made for me. Um, but what are you all expecting or hoping for in this book? To cry. (laughs) Yeah, to cry. I hope there is no cheating. That's my only hope. Me too. Well, (laughs) I was kind of thinking like their second chance was because there's a secret child. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, what if it is? And the grandfather um, has been taking notes about it. And (laughs) that means the kid might also have its own letter to kind of because he would also be or at least part that alana got a letter for the kid yeah, oh, yeah. secret children you know I, that's why i was like i'm just the rich people I, it feels like it would happen yeah. i'm just trying to think of like why the grandfather would want him to go back to somebody yeah. if, if, if rather if than not a child then what is it yeah well because yeah. i like the grandpa for what we know because we haven't seen his letter is reach out to alana right reconnect reconnect because i feel like it would be a really weird demand to be like go back get back together with your ex-girlfriend even if she's yeah. not to that would be a really weird request but again they're billionaires and they might be really out of touch of wh- what is supposed to happen but also the wording was just reconnect not to get back together with her yeah. just to maybe introduce himself dying. back into her life okay <laughs> what do you think? there's the egg a minute to breathe what Jesus. If dying? oh my, oh my god. god and he needs to um, reconnect with her before she dies yeah and then <laughs> once he reconnects he'll she'll have the funds to the lengths we go to to try and fit death trope into every single book <laughs> and we have to reconnect because once she dies who's gonna take care of the secret child yeah exactly there we go exactly lauren asher take notes <laughs> lauren asher um, get the writing this (laughs) 12 points ago when Wall said that she was a cheating trope I don't know if it is I think that their breakup or separation their breakup could you guys hear me? yeah yeah technical difficulty what was that? Um, (laughs) I think that their breakup or separation was due to uh, Cal's alcoholism and I think that's going to be a good um like it's going to be a big part of the book probably his relationship with his father since they both have that same demon and how that affected his relationship with like his siblings and in the books they keep calling him as like the kind of fuck up of the of the three and I kind of hate that because you know addiction is a disease um so I'm really interested to see I don't know I think his book's is going to be my favorite one and I think that that probably impacted the relationship with Alana because we know that he's been to rehab and all of that um I don't know I hate to say it because Maybe it sounds like what if um 
what if they were he was supposed to meet her somewhere and he was too drunk to get there and that was her last straw and she just left he never showed up they were gonna get married and he left her at the altar yeah what if they were gonna get married yeah and he just didn't show up because he was too drunk or he had he was forced into rehab it wasn't like a voluntary one it was like a you have to go they were going to elope so that's why no one else (gasps) yeah that that could be it too you have too many theories (laughs) this book needs to come out it's not coming out until the end of the year so and i think lauren is still writing it so also clear up the timeline for us please we've had like 14 theories one of them has to be right right Right. Yeah, right. one of them. <laughs> right? It's lighthearted. Watch is probably cheating. Oh, stop it. I'm already struggling her. with that right now. Please don't. <laughs> I hope it's not. I hope it's not. Not I personally kinda... in a book I'm reading. Not personally. It always makes me feel less sad for the person if there's cheating. So um, I and I want to like Alana. Like the first two girls yeah. were great. Like Zara and Iris were so great. I can't imagine Lauren making the last one not also like a badass woman. Likeable, so yeah. I, I don't I mean, see that happening. Like but she'll be amazing. You know. <laughs> okay. Um, I think Jeez. that wraps us up, right? Yep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Does anyone have any last minute thoughts? No. No. I don't think so. Uh, if, they just... Just, if they happen to have a fourth sibling, female, you know, whatever, they can hit me up. I would love a billionaire, significant other. So, you know, just hit me up. We can be best friends, boyfriend, girlfriend. You might have to put your hands up. I would fight you for that billionaire. Right. And and the thing is, she doesn't call them. She doesn't. She didn't name these the series like brothers. You know, like Dreamland Brothers. They're called billionaires. So they're a woman could be a billionaire. Exactly. So it's like it's not like it would be be unfeasible that the the dad has. You know what? I'll even take Seth. I could change him. He's dying anyway. That's your toxic trait <laughs> that you think you can change him. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and that's all for today's podcast. Thank you again for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Twitter at the Non Book Club, and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, really anywhere that podcasts are available. New episodes come out every Tuesday, and as always, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay bitchy. Bye, bitches. Bye. 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 <laughs>